Righty how, Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, morning to you. Morning, Mike. So busy weekend for Chevron. What did they unload? About 100 billion New Zealand dollars? Yeah, that's right. Sort of 53 billion US all stock deals. This is the uh, yeah, second biggest Western oil producer by market cap. They've agreed to buy Hess, uh, biggest deal in Chevron's history. Uh, oh, of course, we've seen a lift from the Middle East tensions, haven't we? But also prior to that from Ukraine. Um, but yeah, much, much longer term motivation. I mean, they're effectively doubling down that, you know, all the talk of uh, moving to complete electrification you know, isn't going to happen in the next few decades anyway, so big bet on fossil fuels. Uh, Acquisition is going to increase the oil and gas, gas output by more than 10%, delivers a super uh, a foothold in uh, Guyana, that's home to the biggest oil discovery of the past decade, also an entry into the Bark and Shell formation that's around North Dakota. Uh, interesting actually the, the differences between what's happening in the US in terms of deal making versus elsewhere, so lots of deals, um, you know, a bit of a rush there. Uh, Chevron's rival and Mabel that recently agreed to acquire Pioneer. That was a 64 billion US deal. But you look across in Europe, you know, BP and Total, they're more increasing investments in renewable energy. So time will tell who's right. Hey, fun fact, Mike, the Hess family actually sold the New York Jets 23 years ago for huh. over 600 million. That was a big deal at the time. The American football franchise is now valued at 10 times that. So Chevron will be hoping for a similarly shrewd deal, I suppose. Uh, it's just a 10% premium to Hess's recent price, and they reckon it'll deliver a billion dollars in cost savings. But uh, Chevron's share price down around about 3%. And then I'm reading Phillips this morning. I thought it was just light bulbs, but there's more to it than that, of course. No, more to that. Uh, so major health technology company. Uh, this is over in, over in Europe. Uh, so Dutch-based. Uh, that, yeah, they've released uh, an earnings beat, so core profit more than double to 457 million euros. Comparable sales up 11%. So this is demand for medical scanners, uh, patient monitoring equipment, health devices. I mean, this is all cooled a bit since the pandemic, um, but yeah, still doing pretty well. They have said that supply chains are still a bit of an issue and they're looking to make more products uh, for China locally. Um, despite a bit of a drop in orders recently, they said they expect sales growth of 6, sales growth of six to 7% uh, over 2023. Just also in the healthcare sector as well, more deals. Roche, they're, in, they're buying Televant Holdings for in a oh, $7.1 billion transaction. Um, this country produces drugs for people suffering from IBD and the like. Also in the process of developing a promising new therapy for patients with Crohn's disease. So Roche is hoping to start phase three trials Yes, that would be good. Uh, yeah, so M&A alive and well in the healthcare sector, Mike. Right. Talk to me about Foxconn. How much of this is political? I think I think a lot of it's political. So this is the um, this is a major supplier to Apple. In fact, uh, it's the biggest maker of sort of components for Apple in China. So uh, they've had noticed that, uh, and this is a Taiwanese company, mm. but actually one of the biggest employers in China. So they've had noticed that they're facing a tax and land use investigation. Uh, China obviously doesn't explain why it's doing these sorts of things, and it hasn't again. But yeah, Foxconn's a huge target. Actually, but, you know, it's been at the foundation of China's growth as a high-tech manufacturer. Base. Yeah, it comes after you know, Tim Cook, he was in China last week talking about you know, win-win collaborations. Well, you know, perhaps they're, uh, they're not listening. You know, obviously, you've had bans also on um, you know, phones being used for sort of public service people in China. You've had the tit-for-tat export ban from US to China. But there is another angle as well, Mike. Yeah, so Foxconn billionaire founder Terry Goh, he's actually campaigned to become president of Taiwan in January's elections. Now, he said he won't uh, cede to any pressure from China, but, uh, yeah, maybe a bit of a message here. So be interesting to see how this all plays out. Lay some numbers on me. Yeah, so a bit more green today, so that's good. So the Dow's up 0.2%, 33,200. S&P 500 up 0.4%. 
NASDAQ up 1.1%, FTSE down 0.4%, UK, Nikkei down 0.8%, uh, CSI in China down 1%, 3474, that's actually the lowest since Feb 2019, ASX 200 down 0.8%, 6844, gold down 8 bucks, $1,972 US an ounce, oil down $2.30, so that's good for the inflation story, 85 spot 80, currency markets, Kiwi up against the US dollar 58.5, flat against Aussie 92.2, down against sterling 47.8. NZ50 obviously closed yesterday, but did hit a, hit a low for the year on Friday. Uh, but look, plenty going on to sort of lift the spirits. Hopefully this week, Mike, we've got uh, lots of, about around about 30% of the S&P 500 due to report. Alphabet, Microsoft, Meta, Amazon. We've got Oz inflation, US inflation, and we've also got an ECB, mate. So plenty going, plenty going on. Fantastic, mate. Catch up soon. Appreciate it, Greg Smith. Devon Funds Management.